This is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. From the Dealer News Today headquarters, here's your host, Dave Canton with Andrew Cherkasky. Dave, good afternoon. How are you? Andy, today is a great afternoon and a special afternoon. 40th episode, and I'm back in the studio. That's right. Here you are. And number 40. That's incredible. That means we've been putting in a lot of work to this show. And look, I want to thank the automotive industry and some incredible guests that we have on this show, some of the top executives and CEOs. And today is another. Yeah, we've got a representative from a public company. We've talked to some of the biggest from the privates. And, you know, as an outsider, it's always struck me as a little bit interesting that this industry is so dominated by the private sector. Now, we have over the last, I guess, couple dozen years really seen the influx of the public companies and they've become the monsters. But it is a little bit different how they're they're divided. How do you see that? Andy, difference? the public companies are the role models of the automotive industry. Everyone looks upon what they're doing from everything, managing, advertising, locations, purchasing, acquisitions, everything is looked upon. They are the role models of the industry. And I got to tell you what, today we have Jeff Dyke, president of Sonic Automotive Group. I'm going to give everyone a sneak peek before we bring them on. This is one of the most optimistic, inspiring presidents that we've had on this show. They They have been prepared and they have attacked COVID from day one. Before we get to Jeff, a word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by DCG Capital. DCG Capital's lender relationships can provide new car dealers with working capital loans, floor plan financing, mortgage loans, and other reduced interest rate financing at historically low rates. Contact DCG Capital at DaveCantonGroup.com. You know, Dave, we usually jaw on for quite a while about whatever's in the news or whatever we're thinking that day. But today, I think we got to get to our guest. What do you think? 40th episode. We're back in the studio together. Let's bring on Jeff Dyke to join us. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, with us this afternoon, we have Jeff Dyke, president of Sonic Automotive Group. Jeff, good afternoon. How are you today? Dave, I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's great to hear your voice, Jeff. And uh, we know how hard you're working and, you know, on the front line for your auto group and there at the headquarters as we speak. Tell us what's going on in, you know, throughout your hundred stores. What's happening? What are the concerns? What's the what's it like? Well, you know, uh, unfortunately, everything was going fantastic up until about the 10th of March. And then all the stay-at-home orders came with COVID. We veed straight down um, just almost immediately. It didn't take long. And we moved. It started really on the West Coast, sort of Northern California, San Francisco Bay Area was the first of sort of five counties, if you will, uh, to put the stay-at-home orders in place. And it moved its way south of California and then east, you know, across the country. And uh, we've been dealing with it ever since. Uh, you know, the first couple of weeks were really difficult. Um, the businesses started to you up. Uh, you know, for the auto retailers, from my perspective, um, while COVID is still a major concern, uh, business is getting better, you know, by the day. Uh, our year-over-year numbers are improving, which is fantastic. And so um, what was going to be a all-time record first quarter for us, we still had a decent first quarter. We made money in the quarter. We did a really good job um, and performed well against our competitive set. Uh, and look, April and May and June are going to be tough. Uh, but maybe not as tough as we originally thought they were going to be. April was certainly a difficult month. Uh, May is going to hopefully pan out to be a little better, June a little better. And we released those numbers, uh, you know, to the street uh, two weeks ago. And um, we're looking at May and things are okay. We're, we're hoping that June's going to get even better. And then July, 
you know, we're back uh, on our horse running hard and maybe even doing better than what our original forecast was for the year. Well, those are great projections. I mean, any business that can look right now at something more than a, a quarter out or less than a quarter out and still have positivity towards it, I think that's a, a very good sign. Can you help us understand what are your stores doing today in terms of policies? And is it different from region to region? Um, what are you seeing across the country? No, we so we enacted the the there are different stay at home orders across the region from the different communities and the different governments. But we enacted social spacing um, uh, policies and procedures in our playbooks in every store the same way, and so that was really important to protect our associates, protect our guests that are coming in, and to protect the overall business. That 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 was key critical, and that's gonna that's something that's going to stay with us at some level in some form uh, as we move forward in this new world. And so, uh, look, um, we're, we're getting used to that. We're delivering about 15 to 20% of our deliveries today are uh, being delivered at home or a place of business for our, our customer base. Another 7 to 10% of our warranty and customer pay ROs are being picked up and delivered from a, from a service perspective. Um, and so the business environment has changed a little bit. I don't expect those percentages to grow that much more. Um, it's amazing the consumers that we did a great job disinfecting our stores, getting ready for this, having social spacing. And so the consumers are still coming into the stores. They have all the way through this, um, along with us following the rules and regulations that each local government put in place. Jeff, you know, one of the things that we're hearing from a lot of our executives and CEOs around the country is leadership and communication, right? Now is the time to lead your teams through this let them know that this is going to get, you know, that this too shall pass. We're going to get through this and possibly come out stronger. You know, I, I listened to what you just said, and I do believe that. Let me ask you something. A lot of analysts are saying that Q3 into Q4 could possibly make up the loss, okay, because of the surge in sales. You know, I'm sure you have a lot of dealerships and regions that, you know, rely on mass transit. Uh, the consumers are no longer going to be utilizing mass transit and or Uber rideshare. What's your take on Q3, Q4 as far as the surge that everyone's talking about? You know, I think it's going to get better. The government's going to play a big role in that. There's been talk of cash for clunkers and some different uh, types of programs like that. But the manufacturers are going to play a big role, too. You think about it. we got 2019 model year cars on the ground, 2020 model year cars on the ground, and 21 will be coming. And so the manufacturers are going to let, aren't, they're not going to let inventory build. They're going to be out there with great strong incentives like they are today. And, and I believe that as we move into the third quarter, we're going to get stronger. The fourth quarter could just be gangbusters. Um, and so, you know, for the most part, we're ewing up now. The worst time is for sure behind us. Um, and we've got a lot of upside. We've got a lot of upside and pent up demand when it comes to fixed operations. The pre-owned business is going to be really good. Margins may be a little tough in the coming three to four weeks as, as inventory levels rise. Uh, but overall, um, it's certainly not anywhere near as bleak a picture, I think, as people were saying, you know, weeks ago or, or a month ago. Um, and I think the business has got a lot of upside and a lot of great potential to have a Q3 and Q4. So I agree, you know, with uh, what you're saying. I think that that's a great possibility and um, it's going to be a good run for us. Our company is set up for this kind of environment. We run a really low day supply at Sonic Automotive and Echo Park, you know, sort of 20, 20 day supply of pre-owned cars on the ground with 10 in the pipeline. So we're ready to buy cars as the prices come down um, and we're ready to take advantage of the market. And so it's going to be a great um, opportunity for us. And I think Q3 and Q4 are going to be good uh, good quarters for us. It's interesting. You see, What you say is very similar to what we're hearing from many of the large uh, private dealerships and principals throughout the nation. We've talked to some of the very top uh, in the nation. You're the first we're talking to on the public side. Has the public 
factor of your company. Has that affected at all your ability to respond? Has it helped it? Uh, what sort of uh, aspects have you been dealing with as the CEO of a public company? Yeah, so, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think there's a big difference between being public or being private other than the SBA monies that were handed out. The public companies <laughs> obviously couldn't take advantage of those dollars. Um, but the, our, our sheer size, the, the, the leverage that we have, the liquidity that we have, really gives us a lot of staying power in an environment like this. And so, uh, honestly, you know, I think that the size of the company, the processes that we have in place, the playbooks, that real consistency. We don't have a hundred stores doing things a hundred different ways. We, we're in the push button business. When we say we want something done one way, it gets done quickly. That's why we could move so fast to react uh, to COVID as it, as it hit us so quickly and beat down. Our business adjusted immediately. And I think car dealers in general um, really know how to survive in environments like this, in particular when they get help from the government. And so um, I, I think we're in really, really good shape, uh, whether you're public or private, uh, for us, uh, from that perspective, we're in great shape, great liquidity, uh, in really good position to take advantage of what comes at us Q3, Q4, and on into 21. You know, you talk about liquidity, Jeff, and I have to ask you this. You know, let's talk about acquisitions. Is Sonic Automotive Group in acquisition mode today? So, look, at the end of the day, we're going to look at opportunities that come our way. But remember, we have an outlet in Echo Park. And the returns that we get in Echo Park are really strong, much better than what you see on the manufacturer side, sure. the new car side of the business. And so it's really going to have to be a great deal for us to move in that direction. But it doesn't mean we won't. Um, you know, our breadbasket is that high line business, uh, big BMW dealer group, big Mercedes, big Jag Land Rover, Porsche, you know, Audi. And so if a deal or an opportunity came along and the return was there, great, we'll take advantage of that. But we also have this great outlet in Echo Park. Uh, big pre-owned volume stores. We've got 10 of those now, and uh, we'll open three more at least this year. Uh, open, you know, hopefully three or more, uh, four maybe next year. And so uh, the returns there are so good. They're so strong uh, that that's probably, as if you're betting, that's probably the place that you're going to see us putting our liquidity. So let me ask you a question when it comes to, the, you know, these 10 Echo Parks. We had Dale Pollock on the other day. I'm sure you know who he is. And he was talking about used car values. You know, as far as, you know, you know, get out of all your used cars now and go out there and rebuy them. How does that, how does, how does the value there affect your, your 10 Echo Parks? Yeah, look, at the end of the day, we run such a tight day supply and we're a low cost provider. So our Echo Park stores are sitting maybe on a 23, 24 day supply right now. We're in great shape. Our systems did that is the minute um, the volume started slowing down and we feed down, our prices dropped. We blew out all that inventory. Um, and so that's behind us. And now we're in a position of buying vehicles again, uh, buying them at better prices, 10, 12, 15% down from depending on um, model lines. Um, and so we're taking advantage of that now, but we're really gonna be able to take advantage of that over the next three to four weeks. Dale's exactly right. Um, and there were a lot of dealers out there that went the other way. They raised prices, just ironically, if you can believe that. No, and I so that slowed their volume down, which is just lunacy. Um, you know, So we took advantage of the opportunity. We know exactly what to do. We've been doing this for a long time. Um, our technology and our systems allow us to be nimble and to do that quickly. And the day supply is key to that. And our day supply is so low, uh, you know, we can take advantage because another three weeks I'm out of the inventory that I'm sitting on today and uh, buying the next set of, of inventory coming through at those low prices. You know, we, you find yourself here in the crux of one of the, the greatest economic downturns in the history as a result of something that nobody could uh, foresee coming. You have obviously, based on what you're telling us, 
captained this ship quite well. Um, it, it's got to be remarkably stressful as all dealers have been dealing with. You have so many, so many people under you. Can you give us a little bit of an idea of what it took to get to the seat that you're sitting in today? What's your path to getting there and how you got ready to deal with this? Yeah, you know, so experience is worth everything, right? It's just, it, you just can't, you can't pay for that. And uh, this is my fourth or fifth through. I've got a very, very seasoned team uh, here at Sonic Automotive. And we've spent years and years uh, preparing for this. And so uh, we did a lot of work on uh, reducing debt last year. You know, the economy was in such good shape for so long, you had to be ready for a downturn. If you weren't looking for that, you just weren't paying attention to the business. Uh, we, we had built up our liquidity, paid down debt, done the things that we needed to do. Our inventory, like I said earlier, is in such good shape. We were just immediately ready for this. And the minute it hit, we took off. It was within 72 hours. We had made all of our moves and we're working on, okay, what are we going to do to grow the business? And I, and I think that's the position you need to be in. You can play defense for only so long, uh, but we immediately switched within the same week of the announcements, moving on offense, doing everything that we could to protect our associates, protect our guests, but at the same time, make sure that we're selling cars, servicing cars, uh, you know, as an essential business uh, in our communities. And so giving back to the communities, doing all kinds of things that we can do from disinfecting uh, first responders vehicles, you name it, we did it. We got on our horse and started riding and that's made a big difference for us. And I think that all just comes from a lot of experience and a lot of time uh, in this chair doing this um, that, that again, you just can't pay for. It's very important uh, to be able to, to have gone through some of these things. 08 and 09, you know, was another example of that and having to, we learned a lot of lessons there. And so having liquidity, having the right inventory, having the right processes and having the right butts in the seats, if you will, um, have all put us in a position to really be able to take advantage, if, if you can look at it like that, the silver lining in every disaster, um, to take advantage of the situation. And we're in that position now. Jeff, I absolutely love, okay, your motivation, your inspiration, your tenacity, your grit. And obviously, it's working very well at Sonic Automotive Group. Look, you definitely are prepared. You know, you guys didn't sit back and just react. You were proactive. And that's really the best and greatest approach you could take as a president, CEO, and a leader. You know, the automotive industry is still the greatest industry to be in in the United States. And I, I believe that. It is the greatest industry. You know, let me ask you one last question. Let's, 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 switch, let's, let's switch topics, okay? In the beginning of this stay at home when you weren't back in the office yet, what were you doing to keep busy all day? I, I, you know, beside running 100 plus stores and 10 Echo Parks, what were you doing to keep busy? You know, so what is great is our CEO, David Smith, and our entire team, we never, the executive team never had a day out of this office. We were here Monday through Sunday, 24 seven, doing what we knew we had to do. And so from his perspective, we weren't going to slow down for one second. And, you know, I'd been through, uh, as I said earlier, many of these things. And so, you know, there was no time to sit back and, and rest at home or do anything at home. You weren't watching we, Tiger King? We were not watching Tiger King. Oh, we my. Anything. We were working 24-7 <laughs> um, because we knew what we needed to do. And that's the most important thing is that experience and know exactly what you need to do, what triggers to push or to pull, what uh, buttons to push. And David Smith, our CEO, myself, um, our executive team, Heath Bird, our CFO, we've just been here, done this. And so um, we got on our horse, like I said earlier, started riding and took advantage of this. And we haven't stopped uh, there. We haven't had any days off. We've been rolling, you know, since the 10th of March. And we'll continue to do that uh, until we get out of this mess. And it's going to take, you know, another month or two, like I said, 
But the, the, the second part of the third quarter, that fourth quarter, I think is going to be a lot of fun. We'll see what happens. Um, but I'm very optimistic about the back half of this year. Jeff, no doubt we know you're ready. We know Sonic Automotive Group is ready. I'm excited to sit back and watch your numbers Q3 and 4, and we're going to pick up on that later on. Jeff, to you and everyone at Sonic Automotive Group, stay healthy and stay safe. Thank you very much, Dave. Andy, appreciate you guys very much. We're talking to some of the biggest people in American business. It is always impressive to talk to people at the tippy top of uh, where we find ourselves in the American economy today. But Jeff Dyke, certainly impressed. Uh, he's running a very complicated ship and he's doing it particularly calm. He's not just running a complicated ship. He's running a tight ship. You know, this is a guy I expect no less. Jeff is at the top of his game, understands how to get it done. You know, they've been in the office from day one. I was surprised by that, too. How we're going to attack this and get to the finish How line. do you miss Lion King or you know, Lion King, Tiger King, right? How do you miss it? <laughs> at the end of the day, Andy, it's about the fiduciary responsibility they have to the shareholders and to everyone that's leading their stores. You know, Sonic Automotive Group has been front and center. Like I said, coming on to the show, the publics are a role model. People look up to them. And when you hear an executive for a public company take the initiative of what they're doing to A, remain optimistic, and to B, be as motivational as he is, you know we're going to get through this. You know we're going to come out stronger on the other side. And the publics are going to lead the industry to help us get there. Yeah, well, here's the one takeaway that I have. If you're out there running an automotive dealership, or if you're a general manager, or if you have any connection whatsoever, and you're not pushing to be as big and as hard charging you as you possibly can right now during this time, you're not doing it right. Because over the last 40 episodes, we have talked to some of the most impressive in this industry. And I can't think of a single one who said, put on the brakes, stop going fast, don't be conservative. Not a single one. This isn't one. the time to step on the brakes. This is the time to step on the gas pedal, okay, and literally take charge. There's two things that an executive needs to do today. You need to lead and you need to communicate. And that's exactly what we've heard over the past 40 episodes. You know, Dave, that's a, a great point. And with that, I think that is episode 40 in the can. Episode 41, 2, and 3 this week is going to be huge. We've got some great guests coming this up, don't we? This is a big week. Everyone tune in episode after episode. Automotive industry, we're getting there and every day feels like we're there. Stay healthy and stay safe. Until next time, this is Dealer News Today.